Apple Presents Events at the Apple Store. All right, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome this evening's guest moderator, Courtney Burton, Managing Director of Juilliard Digital, as well as a Juilliard Dance alumni. Thank you. Well, welcome everyone. Thanks for joining us today. We're delighted to introduce you to Juilliard Open Studios for those of you who haven't had the chance to see it yet. And for those of you who are familiar with it, give you a little bit more insight about what went into the creation of it. Um, for those of you who don't know, Juilliard Open Studios is a new digital app for iPhone, iPad, and iPod Touch that takes you as the user inside of the school and inside of the artistic process in a brand new way. Um, we're really excited about this because we're able to show exclusive content that you would never be able to see outside of the platform of this app. So tonight, you get to meet some of the artists who are featured in the app and some of the app development team who helped create the platform. So please welcome to the stage the president of the Juilliard School, Dr. Joseph Polisi. The CEO of Touch Press, Sam Aspinall. Principal dancer for American Ballet Theater and choreographer, Marcelo Gomez. And violinist extraordinaire, Charles Yang. You know, I think Juilliard Open Studios is, is groundbreaking in many fields for arts education, for technology, for artistic development, audience development. Um, but I'd kind of like to take a step back and think about how it all began. So I'm going to start with you, Joseph. Um, you know, Juilliard has really established itself as a cultural leader in its over 100-year history. And you can see that in the careers of some alums, many of whom are at the helm of leading artistic institutions, winning awards, featured in films, um, and I'm curious about how this digital initiative really fits into your vision of Juilliard as a cultural leader. How does it fit into sort of this ecosystem and this footprint that Juilliard has already created? Well, I personally feel, and I think many of my colleagues, and I know the students at Juilliard feel the same way, that, that uh, the performing arts, in particular drama, dance, and music, have an extremely important uh, role to play in the quality of life for for each one of us in our communities large and small around the world and um, because of the fact that uh, arts education at the K through 12 levels especially in the United States has diminished unfortunately at the latter part of the 20th century and even into the beginning of the 21st uh, we started thinking at Juilliard about ways uh, to make the arts accessible in an understandable way and through education uh, to a larger population out there. And obviously, uh, the, the digital medium was a natural because uh, of the sound and movement and uh, all of the elements that are involved in, in, in what the performing arts are all about. But I think at the end of the day, what Juilliard Open Studios is really about is trying to project the values, the sense of joy, the sense of discipline, the, sec the sense of, of participation and interaction among um, committed human beings uh, to present the art to individuals who will who will be positively impacted by that and and then looking at the the apps uh, it's been quite extraordinary to see how we you can really get into the process which we talk about all the time at Juilliard often we 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 see the performances that are taking place and we do over 700 a year but it's the process that's most powerful and i think that's what, what one will learn from the apps and what what's so powerful about the process why is it important for audiences to have uh, more understanding of what goes into creating artistic work i think in america today especially in the 
uh, on television, uh, there's a sense that uh, most of the arts are produced in an intuitive way, uh, that uh, one comes up with the process and, and just gets out there and sings or dances or speaks, and, and, and it works out fine. And of course, that's not what it is whatsoever. It's a extremely honed discipline that takes many, many years of development of technique. But after technique, of course, developing the ability to be uh, a communicative artist that bridges the, the, the whole experience from technique to artistry to communication with others. And so I think that's what the app is going to tell, tell people, whether it's in choreography, whether it's in developing new work with Marcelo and, 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 and Charles, uh, it's, it's all about the process. And, and that will be very powerful, I think. So Sam, I'm, I'm curious about when you first came into this idea of Juilliard Open Studios and you heard this vision about really capturing the process, um, how you and your team at Touch Press responded, because Touch Press is also a, a huge leader in the field of technology. Four of their apps were apps of the year, best apps in the App Store for 2014. Um, they've created a number of really beautiful music apps as well. And so now we were faced with this new challenge of taking the content brimming inside of Juilliard and creating a structure, a technological structure around it to make it work. So how did you respond to this new challenge in the initial phases? Mm -hmm. Um, with great enthusiasm and some intrepidation. <laughs> um, for those who haven't been inside the Juilliard School, it is an incredible space uh, where we, on every, in every corridor, behind every door, something amazing is happening. Um, and we were very privileged to have access to, to explore the school, to meet with um, heads of department, many of the faculty, many, many of the students, and um, start to conceive of what we could possibly create with that raw material and bring to life using this medium. Um, one of our toughest challenges was what not to put in the app <laughs> because there is so much of that incredible material. Uh, what we decided to do was uh, really take the inspiration from uh, the opportunity to peek in through the window into any one of these studios on a random rainy Tuesday afternoon and experience what's happening in the room but not just as a fly on the wall, not just as, a, as a, a documentary, if you like, where you could just see what was happening, but actually to put the user as the most important person in that room, the audience, and let them experience that art form in its creative process um, by being able to listen to the voice of the, the director or the choreographer, um, watch different pieces of um, uh, footage, video footage, um, hear insights from the various students, and effectively create a multi-layered uh, way for a user to experience what's happening in those classrooms, um, in those studios, directed by them. And so in our initial process, we had a, an astounding figure for the amount of video footage we had captured to start that process. To be exact, we had 6,344 minutes and 2,248 gigabytes of source video that we had to put into seven episodes. And I know one of the things that we talked about was, were these features? You know, you have a fantastic team and they're able to envision some really creative features, but what features would support illuminating the material? And I think what you've been able to do has been really compelling. So I, what I'd like to do, so how many of you have seen the Juilliard Open Studios app just by a show of hands? Okay, so I think we should take a look at it, uh, give you a chance to see the work that's been done, and that can provide some context for the rest of our, our conversation. Thank you. Um, one of our biggest challenges uh, in conceiving this app was not to put the features first, 
um, because with this incredible device, um, there are so many things we could do. And um, our team come up with, as you say, all these ideas for how we could show things. Um, but at the end of the day, what we're doing here is telling stories and allowing people to experience the creative process. And we wanted the features to, to fall into the background so that really what you're able to do is engage with what's happening in the school and the features become a way for you to do that rather than, hey, clever features. Um, so what we have with the app, it's a subscription app. Um, when you first, at the moment when you first uh, subscribe, there are seven episodes. Um, it's free to download in the App Store and then there's one free episode for you to just get a sense for what's there. But then once you subscribe, there are seven episodes to begin with and then every month three new episodes come out. Um, the episodes cover a wealth of material that's happening in the school um, across dance, drama and music. Um, so we have everything from opera to jazz uh, to modern dance choreography to a wonderful episode with Marcelo and uh, Charles that I'll show you in a moment. And really I think um, this library of raw material is only going to grow as we go through month by month new material coming all the time. So today I just want to show you a few of some of the early episodes to give you a flavor of the, the sort of material that's there. Um, I'd like to start with one of my favorites, which is uh, a dance choreography episode um, featuring the choreographer Larry Kegwin and some of his fourth year students at the school. In each of the episodes, there's a, a little introduction so that you understand who's there, um, what the, the, the story is, if you like, what's there. Um, and then there are different chapters in each episode. Um, some are more based on the uh, classroom techniques and what's happening in the studio. Um, others are more towards the performance end. But all of them take you on a, a journey, the creative process that, that Joseph um, spoke about. So um, let me just show you some of the material in this one. Um, in the uh, Larry Kegwin episode, what we have um, here is a dance that's being choreographed with the fourth year students and the ability to see that work being created with the commentary from the um, choreographer. So let's just scroll on to a little bit further into the dance here. So here we are in, in the studio and the dancers are working with Larry uh, on this new work. At any point while we're, the user is experiencing this, we can turn on Larry's commentary so that we can hear what Just he's thinking about the work that's uh, in process. Which is the same thing that I'm doing. I'm looking at them and evaluating how are they doing it. One of the features that we added in this episode was the ability to um, see the different layers of the dance as the dance evolves. And here on the, on the right-hand side of the screen, you can pick a different version of the dance so that if you watch one after the other, you can see how the dance changes as the choreography evolves. Um, and here, you can actually um, swipe down. If you hold your finger on, you can see two versions of the dance at one time so that you can see the different versions. that I'm doing it now in canon. I'm basically picking material that I really like and, and I'm manipulating it so that I can see it in, um, more times in more ways. Okay, so um, there's so much more I could show you in that one, but I want to jump now into um, a drama episode. Uh, this particular one is Tony Kushner's play, Angels in America. Um, some of the students are, are working on this um, great, great play. Um, so in this one, we have a little interview um, with um, the director who's working with the students telling you a little bit about what, why this play is meaningful, what the students are particularly focused on, bringing it to life. And then we have two specific scenes with some of the students. Um, I want to show you one, the characters Harper and Joe. And I'll give you a, a little feel for the, the sort of material that's in here. Many nights, 
I'm. It's me. In that struggle, fierce and unfair. So at any point you were able to pop out and when you say hear a little bit of yeah, the, the work that the director is doing with the student. Could we try a version where you can't look at her the there? The whole time. Where, when, by the time you're saying, it's me in that struggle, uh -huh. it's, too, it's too vulnerable to look at her, uh -huh. that might allow you to look at him. Uh -huh. Do you know what I mean? Uh -huh. It's yeah. me in that totally. struggle. And it's not like you're not understanding and hearing. Yeah. But he's really, he's, begin, he's saying it there. Yeah. See what happens if you let sure. yourself watch him. Okay, great. Sure. Unfair. The angel is not human and it holds nothing back, so how could anyone human win? What kind of fight is that? It's not just. I'm not going to leave you, Harper. Well, maybe not. So here in this episode, we are able to watch the students working through the piece, dive out and listen to the director, um, and also um, see how it translates from the script into the screen that we, we are so familiar with. Uh, at, at any point also you can go back and listen to the commentary from the director, uh, like a voice in your ear guiding you through the experience. Uh, one more I want to show you, um, really in honor of our, our guests, um, Charles Yang and Marcelo Gomez. Um, they have worked on an episode that goes in this, this launch pack, um, and it's, uh, it's, it's beautiful. I'm not going to say too much because I will just let the, uh, the work speak for itself. So let me just take you on a little way. So perfect. What I love about Marcelo too is, you know, when he's when he's a, uh, you know, dancing with Luciana, supporting her, it's almost like he's invisible. He's such a great partner. And when he does a solo, he just stands out. He's he's the man. Look at this. There's no one like him. So as the user, you can decide which particular bit you want to focus on. You can switch different camera angles. If Marcel and I were to do an arm wrestle, he would win. <laughs> You've got a commentary <laughs> like a, that. That's in there. That's in there. <laughs> um, and you can also watch the, the musical score at the same time. but that gives you a, a flavor of the breadth and depth of the material uh, in the app. And this is just at launch, and then every month more episodes come. So I'm very, very excited to see what happens in six months' time, in a year's time. Um, there'll just be an incredible library of material for people to, 
to be able to do what we've been able to do recently, which is get inside the school and see what's happening. It's fascinating. If, if we can just keep it up for one moment, Joseph, I'm curious, uh, what were your initial impressions seeing this collection of episodes for the first time? What did you think when you saw it? Well, you know, I've been at Juilliard for a long time now, but I, I must say I was surprised. I, I was, uh, the depth of experience and the variety uh, was, was so extraordinary and, and quite gripping. And whether it was uh, one of the episodes is a, a Rossini opera we did in, in November, Il Turco in, in Italia. And, uh, but just to see the, the work that was done on the recitatives for that opera, it was something I had not seen. I only experienced the performance. So I was learning just like everybody else. Wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. Well, a recurring theme that's come up, at least within Juilliard and at Touch Press, is the incredible reach that Apple devices allow us to have. Uh, yet the incredible personal experience that each of these episodes are. Sam, as you said, really we put the user in the center of the episode. And I'm curious about what implications that has for artists and artists who want to interact with their audiences in new ways. So Marcelo is, is a creator and is a choreographer. Um, how does having your work presented on here change the way that you interact with your audiences? Well, I think that this app, first of all, is incredible. It's one of a kind, um, and this is what attracted me so much to uh, be a part of it. Um, first of all, I think that anytime an artist can collaborate with uh, incredible music, incredible score, incredible uh, musicians and dancers at the same time, it's um, a very unique experience, you know. So to have that kind of um, uh, deconstructed in a way, uh, and that's, I think this is what this app is doing. It's kind of taking you step by step to see what the final, that it takes a lot of, you know, uh, brain to put into something that's going to be seen on stage, you know. Um, it's not the first time I've worked with Charles. Uh, I was doing another solo um, called um, Paganini before, and I wanted uh, to be sort of like a duet. And I met Charles, and he came into the studio, and we all of a sudden just created something really special. Um, and I knew that he would be the best one for to play this this piece of music. So it goes to show you that you never really know until you actually dive in into something like this. Um, and I think that we both had faith that this was going to reach um, a group of people that really want to know the insides and out of how to make um, a piece or how to put a play together or how to uh, how opera singers uh, will train to, to for their performances and I think that's um, something really insightful uh, for the audience and to show that um, we are really committed to the art, you know, uh, as artists. And when you say inside and out, that's one of the things that I love about your episode is you get to hear what your favorite moments of the piece are, what the challenging moments are. Exactly. Sort of Charles's love of Marcelo's ability to take a musical embellishment and make it into a dance movement and you hear these really personal feelings about the piece. Yeah. I'm curious, now that you've seen it on this platform, now that you've developed the app, are your perceptions of the piece different? Do you perform it differently? Do you think about it differently? Sure. I think that uh, it's always evolving. Um, and each time we perform it, um, I ask him to go a little bit faster here, a little bit slower here. And that happened even when, as we were filming, 
you know, um, it's live. Of course, we made it, we did it several times for the app <laughs> uh, so we could get it correct. But when it's live, yeah, it's, um, and I like what you said about personal, because um, it's not just technical as well. I think that there's a lot of personal, uh, little personal comments that yes, like uh, Charles uh, played a note a little bit more, you know, differently and I happened to like it. So you actually hear and you see it um, happened in this app and that's really amazing. And Charles, it's interesting because you're usually on one portion of the stage when you're presenting this for an audience, but in this case you were interviewed for this, you did the commentary, oh, yeah. and your orientation was probably a little bit different as well. So how did it change your perceptions of, of Tokare? Well, I, I mean, like I said, this is a, uh, like Marcel, this is a new work, this is a new creation, um, his creation, Ian's beautiful music, and Dimitri and I were the first people to play it. So, you know, working on that, you really have no idea, you can't visualize it. You still, you, even before this app, we had played it, we couldn't, you, you know, there's nothing there that we can just grasp. Now that there is this app, you know, we have a reference of, you know, this is the, this is the creation and which led to the product. The next time we do it is a whole different kind of creation process. It's a whole different kind of app, you know, it's a, it would be totally different, you know. Um, but uh, this is one of the versions and this is how we got there. And I, I think it's really, really cool that, I, you know, like I was saying, I was saying to Courtney, there, there's an option that you can switch between watching the dancers or watching Dimitri and I play. I don't know who would wa wanna watch me with these two beautiful dancers dancing. Like you have the option of that, but uh, it's there. It's there for you to. to I'd watch you. You'd watch me? Okay, cool. Because I was watching you the whole time. Well, there you go. <laughs> um, but that's really cool. You know, um, sometimes I could, you know, uh, you know, if I'm feeling really hot with myself, I can watch myself play, and you know, in that, uh, in, in that, in that app, and, and learn different things. Learn what I did that take, and probably try different things, and. Um, and also, I, I get to remember the cues that you told me to in the creation of So one, one of the core of that particular episode is about interdisciplinary collaboration. And I think it's interesting because in art history, you have so many historic collaborations. You have Stravinsky and Balanchine. You have Martha Graham and Noguchi. And so I'm curious, with your episode, what do you feel like it reveals about this sort of magical and mystical art of interdisciplinary collaboration? What does it allow the user to really learn about how that happens? Well, I think that uh, any time, I mean, there's no, it's clear that Charles is an incredible talent and it's all natural there. Um, and when you put that together with dancers that really have passion here, and that want to do it, I feel that there's no really wrong that could happen but um, art. Um, and so that's really important uh, nowadays to keep on progressing forward, to keep on making new pieces, making new dances, and trying to reach new levels. Um, and this is what we're trying to do. I feel like that's, uh, you can't, uh, of course, there are ballets like Swan Lake and Giselle and what, Sleeping Beauty, but I think that also there could be new classics. And uh, I think that our 
our uh, collaboration with Charles and I, and I uh, will not stop here. Uh, I think it will keep going, and this is forever. It's here, and it's legacy, and it's, um, I'm so grateful that it has been uh, filmed. Yeah. I, I just wanted to add what Marcelo and Charles were saying, that it goes back to what you asked me about at the beginning of the session. One thing that's unique about this, that I, which is a message which rarely goes out, is the level of detail that artists work in, in developing their work, and how uh, determined they are to, to, to find the, the perfect move, the perfect sound, the perfect consonant. Um, in America, unfortunately, we just assume that these things, as I already said, happen. And I think what the apps show us is, is the long, long process that's, that's really needed in order to develop art that has depth. Um, and I hope that's an important message that will get out. And you really see it in this episode. I remember one moment where, Charles, you were stressing a little bit about this note that you had to play when Luciana had her leg at this level, at this level, and at this level. Oh, yeah. And it's that, that level of detail and that um, synergy between the music, the composition, and the choreography that has, has to come together in order for everything to work. Yeah, it's a, I, I, you know, meeting Marcelo um, and working with Marcelo, seeing him visualize the music and me seeing visuals to the music that I'm learning, you know. Um, that's just a, it's such a beautiful thing, you know. Um, how I wish, I, I, I really wish to, to, to meet those composers like Tchaikovsky back in the day and collaborate with them, do an app like this, you know. Um, and that's what we, we got here, you know, with Ian, with the, one of the great dancers of our time, and, um, and uh, it, I'm very lucky to be part of this. So we're talking a lot about history and lineage, and I'm curious to, for both Joseph and Sam, what do you think this means for the way that artists will sort of formulate their careers? What will digital now mean um, to artists, you know, when they graduate from Juilliard and during their time at Juilliard? How, will it, how do you think this will change the way that they think about their careers? Um, I, in two ways, I think. Um, I think that gradually artists will see this as one more way to reach their audience. Um, of course, it's less direct than a, than a live performance. Um, but it comes with some of these extra advantages, like being able to um, reveal the process, like being able to let the user navigate their way through the experience and learn at the level that they want to in the way that they want to. Um, so I think reaching a, a, a very wide audience. Um, and then also just um, at the school itself, um, allowing the students to experiment with new technology, um, to get very, very used to being filmed, uh, and seeing how that gets used in this sort of platform, I think, you know, becomes, if you like, part of their artistic education. Mm -hmm. And just following up on that, in terms of the other side of the students and the artists who are performing, it's, it's amazingly instructive to be able to see this high-quality uh, video and sound and to learn from it and, and as, as to how you want to adapt, adapt your work. And I also think that um, as we're producing more and more of these apps on a, on, a, on a monthly basis, it will be an extraordinary resources for libraries and individuals around the world to really be able to refer to uh, how choreography works, how Angels in America was, was, was put together with Tony Kushner himself talking about it. And um, I don't think we intended it as a bibliographical uh, resource when we created it, but I think it's turning into that and it'll be very powerful in a lot of those ways. Yeah, I, sorry, just to add, if, 
you know, if I was, uh, when I was starting to choreograph, if I had an app like this uh, that would help me um, get some inspiration of how to construct a dance, uh, it would be so helpful in a way, you know, as a young choreographer, a young artist, young singer, how to, you know, get inspired, I think. And um, I think it can, it will reach so many different levels and so many different people in so many different ways. Yeah, and, and that really, that device right there and your iPhone, that is the new pen and paper. I mean, um, back, in, back in the day, you know, can you even imagine everything was written down. Now we have video footage of everything to, to document it down for the later, later generations. I think it's really wonderful. I, ultimately, I think um, what we're aiming to achieve is to uh, let people who go to concerts regularly, um, want to watch opera, um, go to the local jazz club, um, go to the theatre and appreciate the end performance. It's to allow them to, to appreciate it even more by understanding the process that everybody's gone through to get to that point. Um, and, and just knowing you know, the, the angle of the wrist uh, you know, that's involved in a, a particular part of dance or um, you know, a performance with a, an instrument you know, it allows you to marvel even more at the end result. And I think that's, I mean, that, that would be a great legacy. I would, I would love to see that as our result. Well, I think it would be wonderful to um, open, up, open it up to all of you for any questions that you might have. Hello. Um, obviously, and as Sam mentioned, there are many, many wonderful things going on at Juilliard all the time. How do you select the material that you will be using for this app? Mm -hmm. Is that to me? <laughs> With great difficulty. <laughs> um, of course, we want to give a, a sense of the breadth and depth of material. Um, we also need to be mindful of what else is happening at the school. Um, you know, they are a very, very busy organization, and we need to make sure that we work with the material that's, you know, um, not going to interfere with everything else that they're doing. And then recognizing that there are um, pieces that the drama division is working on this semester, this year, um, and fitting in with that schedule. Um, but it, it's tough um, because there are so many stories that we can tell. Uh, as I said, just walking around the school, you know, I, I find it hard to get from A to B because I just want to stop and look in every single room. Um, I'm hoping that over time we'll be able to give a, a wider audience that same feeling. And I'll also just add to that to say I think it is very much about storytelling and, you know, working with Joseph and working with the school to figure out what are, what are the most compelling stories to tell at this moment in time. We have a fantastic content team who are here today um, who are constantly scouring the school looking for those types of stories, but it is, it is a challenge. Um, I just wanted to say I love the length. Um, it's like a highly edited thing when... when um, we were speaking about raw footage. Um, that's not really helpful in 100 years, just raw footage. But this puts everything together in a compact piece that's watchable, but doesn't try to tell a longer story. It just, I just find them beautiful. Thank you. Um, may I um, comment? One, one of the um, ideas that evolved between the Juilliard digital team and, and TouchPress over time was actually some of these stories are going to take several episodes to tell because you know, some of these works the students are working on over uh, months. And so um, one of the ideas that came out in, in development was to create a series of episodes where perhaps in the first one you see um, the choreographer working very much from the ground up 
with a group of students in a room with nothing to begin with. And then in later episodes, you actually get to see those same performances uh, live and, and see a journey. And I think that as the library evolves, there'll be many more of these ongoing story arcs. And it also provides an interesting challenge for us. For instance, with Tokare, it's, it's about touch, right? So we had to think about within that footage, what tells the story of touch, of this pas de deux that's about this relationship. So it's an interesting synergy between the organizations because we really have to think what's going to best communicate that. What camera angles will best communicate that? From the choreographer's perspective, how is that communicated? So it's very much a collaboration. I was thinking about um, about how to get the word out, um, and uh, I know I think you've been very successful so far. There've been a lot of a lot of viewings, um, and I was thinking about the fact that Juilliard is a really well-known name, but many of the people who are students there wouldn't have a name yet. Um, Marcella, of course, has a name, and that drew a lot. I'm sure drew a lot of viewers. And I was thinking about Alex Sharp, your, um, your very recent student who just won the Tonys, um, and thinking about whether you would be able to draw in some of your more famous alums, especially the very recent young ones like that, to help, um, to help you know, give some name power to the app. Well, so you're saying I'm not good enough. That's really what it is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not good enough. Uh, of course, we, 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 we are thinking of that. There are, there are members of the faculty who are already involved, names like Wynton Marsalis. Uh, there is a, an app that will come out. I don't think it's out yet with Emmanuel Axe, uh, et cetera. So uh, that will happen. That will happen. We don't want to give away too many secrets. Not too many, right. <laughs> Who, who's going to be up next? Yeah, um, but yes, we've, we've, um, we've actually already shot the raw material that you described for the next 18 episodes. And there are some wonderful characters, both faculty and students at the school, as well as some of those um, alums that you mentioned. Hi, yes. Um, questions for Marcelo. When you were choreographing this, were you thinking primarily of the stage, or did you have the way it might look on the app? in mind, and the, did that affect any of your choices? Um, I, made, I made this part of the, I made Tokare way before the idea for the app. So I did not think of it at one moment, uh, how it would look on film or not. Uh, I made it specifically for a live show, live performance. Um, and I don't know, I, it was, it was amazing to, I, I love partnering, and I wanted to explore that uh, side of, of touching and, or not, or the energy of two people. And this score kind of between the piano and the violinist, like, you know, one, the man is one and the woman is the other, and that whole exchange. So that was basically the inspiration for that. Um, and I'm glad that it caught the eye of others um, and were able to show yeah. I'd just like to thank the panel, Joseph, Sam, Marcelo, Charles. Thank you so much for being here this evening and for developing this app. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.